This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Apartments.com. Is 30 seconds enough time to convince you to use Apartments.com to find your next home? I don't know. How long does it take to tell you that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere and helps get more renters into their homes than any other website? After all, 40 million people have found their place there. So, yeah, 30 seconds should be plenty of time. Visit Apartments.com to find your next place. Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Guys, I want to say I'm very, very excited about uh, the fact that today's episode is brought to you, oh, such a good show, by the return of the FX original comedy, What We Do in the Shadows. So good, so nice. The Hollywood Reporter called the series' first season, quote, and I'm quoting this, ridiculously funny. They didn't just stop at ridiculous. And they warned that you will die laughing. I think they were probably making a pun about the fact that the show is about vampires and they're the undead or they're dead. What are vampires? Are they dead? And then they become undead? I don't know. Anyway. The show goes into all of this. I think that's the pilot episode. They talk about all the terms. Anyway, this season, Shadows continues to follow our four favorite vampires who have been living together for hundreds of years. Uh, The season even features our buddy Nick Kroll, friend of the show for 11 years at this point. What We Do in the Shadows premieres Wednesday, April 15th on FX, streaming next day, FX on Hulu. And if you missed season one, catch up now on FX on Hulu. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Audible, the leading provider of audio content on the internet. With Audible, you can enjoy books freely wherever you'd like and doing whatever you'd like. Download a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial by visiting audible.com slash bangbang today. That's audible.com slash B-A-N-G-B-A-N-G. Jason Manzukis is a name you hear thrown around a lot these days. Well, I have him here, right here in the studio. We're going to be talking to him for the entire show. No one else will interrupt us. I promise you that. All of that and more, all on today's... Get ready to occupy Lowell Street. LOL, of course. It is another edition of Comedy Bang Bang. Thanks to uh, Adam Young for that catchphrase submission. I am your host, uh, Hot Saucerman, a.k.a. the world-famous Scott Abad. I'm being stared at with piercing eyes by our guest today. Uh, he's got piercing eyes and a piercing beard. It is a, uh, it's a nice November afternoon. Oh, and uh, delightful. It is delightful. You know what? I know that you were sort of sarcastic, but it actually is delightful. It is delightful. I'm not there. I'm, I'm, there's no sarcasm I here. I swear to God you're being sarcastic not right now, all. but I am trying to say that it actually is delightful. I right assure now. you with no sarcasm, it is delightful. I just want to strip any irony out of this conversation right now and just tell you that I technically and realistically feel that it is delightful. I got into an argument with a guy in a bar recently who just started shouting, I guess I don't get your irony, man. <laughs> <laughs> what? And I was like, I don't know what that even means. Was it Batman? It was. It was Batman. <laughs> Fuck, that guy is such a dick. 
I want to introduce our guest. It's it's a great show. I'm really happy to have him here. He hasn't been on the program for a long while, but you know him from his own podcast in his own right and his own comedy. Uh, he has his own podcast, How Did This Get Made, on Earwolf. He also is a uh, cast, uh, recurring cast uh, person on yes. uh, the FX TV show The League, yes. where you can see him as Rafi, a disgusting individual, and I saw him naked on a toilet the yeah. other day. I did not like it. Uh, people people had very visceral, visceral reactions to that, actually. <laughs> and you can see him. Can I talk about the thing they can see you in next year, or can I not talk about that? You you can talk about it. Mention it. But you can't talk about it. I can't talk about the specifics of it. But, but, it, yes. is, but it is common knowledge. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. You are uh, one of the leads, I guess, or, or co-lead or something in the yes. new Sasha Baron Cohen movie. Yes. Uh, the Dictator, which Correct. will be out uh, next year. Yeah, in May, I believe. In May, you believe. And what information- There are plenty of, uh, if you want to look at what that's like, there are plenty of terrible paparazzi pictures of us <laughs> sitting on camels in the middle of New York City and other so, insane things. So you play a camel jockey. Yes, yes, this. camel jockey. Yep. <laughs> the whole movie is built around camel racing. Good, good. And I play a camel jockey. <laughs> my friend, it's great to see you. I, I love having you on the show. This is you your- You still have not said my name. Third appearance. I will still not say not- your name, <laughs> nor will I ever. I'm like Voldemort. <laughs> My name will never be spoken. Uh, and I am the boy who lived. <laughs> Jason Manzukas is here. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm well, thank you. How are you? Uh, I am great. Terrific. I really want to say I loved that catchphrase at the beginning. Yeah, that was a great one. Like if I Lall Street. Adam Young. Good really job. Great. Really great. Yeah. Timely, too. So Because timely. as far as I know, there's something called Occupy Wall Street happening right never now. Never heard of it. But the catchphrase, though, is really good. Really great. Really good. Makes me sad, though, that Reggie Watts doesn't come and do this live, this song live every week anymore. He used to, yeah. I know, I know. I know. But really... I had to do something to replace thanking him uh, <laughs> because our shows were coming in too short. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. That's <laughs> tough. That's real tough. Yeah, it was a tough situation. No, oh, my I, God, yeah. I can't imagine what it's like living like that. It was really bad for a while, I have to admit. And then, um, thankfully, we came up with that solution. But, yeah, oh. it was really bad. Oh, my God really tough holy cow are you still cutting yourself <laughs> no daryl hammond die <laughs> um we got a beef going on with him you do because yeah, of the yeah. cutting because well we mentioned the cutting yeah oh yeah. and there's a and there's beef from it oh there's a lot of beef oh. a lot of east coast come on West hey coast you know beef. what you know what we need less of in the comedy world beef that's right where's the beef where's Says the beef? a lot of people and i say we don't need it but it's right here but it yes but here please <laughs> but it's here with daryl hammond yep Jason, uh, you and I, uh, we know each other pretty well. We do. I would, I would, I would consider us friends. Uh, I wouldn't. That's so weird. That is weird. <laughs> All right. I was being generous. I would say we are, we are good acquaintances. I was thinking of the day I, I guess I met you or the first time I ever talked to you. Um, this is in a, a city called New York City. Ah, New York City. City of dreams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Windy City, also people call it. City of Brotherly Love. Yes. A lot of people call it. All of those. Shicky yep. G. Yep. And, City uh, of Big Shoulders. Yeah. City of uh, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants. The Big Peach. Yep. James and the Giant Peach. Rolled Doll. <laughs> um, I, I was, love this game. I love it. <laughs> I Let's love keep just, going forever. Just word association. <laughs> 
Yes. But I, okay, so this is U, the UCB, New York. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, we're doing Ask Hat, uh-huh. and I don't think we'd ever had a conversation before then. Okay, probably not. Probably but you're, not. you're a brilliant imp- improviser. Thank you very you're much. You're a brilliant imp as well as improviser. <laughs> I'm an incorrigible imp. <laughs> I remember you on stage and watching you do something, but I don't remember what it was, but it was great. <laughs> okay. And we spoke, and that was fun. You were doing monologues. I was doing monologues, which is always my pleasure. You were in to do. town, I believe, writing the Onion movie. Was that the trip that I? That was two thousand and six. I don't know. I was writing the Onion movie. Uh, I I ended up not writing any of the Onion movie. Really? If you see that Onion movie? Didn't and see it. Blame me for it. Uh, do not I, blame I, I'm me. glad you mentioned that because I haven't seen it because I was like, well, what am I going to say? What am I going to say to Scott? I don't know. I was brought in after it was made already to because they they wanted to really? refilm the entire movie. For real? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And I was brought Ooh, this in. This is some Hollywood insight. Ooh. Ooh. No you, scoop for you? Get ready, people who like to jerk off to Hollywood insider information. <laughs> You've got a boner. <laughs> and the wherewithal to deal with it. <laughs> unless, you were in a, unless you were in a horrible accident and don't have hands. Those are the worst accidents where they chop off your hands oh, coming God, out of them. It's usually not an accident. It means you are involved <laughs> in either you are either part of the Hooties or the Tootsies. You know, that's why Daryl Hammond started cutting. He's oh, trying to chop off his hands. Chop off his own hands to <laughs> stop himself from masturbating? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like... Masturbating so much is getting in the way of my impressions. I got to get rid of these hands. By the way, if you think it's mean that we're talking about this, <laughs> it's not like this came out in the news of like, you know, it, it was in news stories. He has a book about it. Yeah. A book he, about cutting. Yeah. He has it's a book. It's an instruction manual, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> yes, I haven't looked at it, but I understand it to be an instruction manual. Weird that he wouldn't instruct you how to do great impressions. <laughs> Instead, he chose that route. Well, you got to make a oh, living somehow. This is going poorly. But uh, you and I know each other. We've we've worked together for the last year or so, yes. side by side. Oh, brothers in arms. Joined at the hip, and uh, we've had, we've had a great time. Uh, uh, wait, now wait. Was there? A, were you going? Was when we met in New York City? Were you going to say something about that night? No, I was just oh, trying. Okay. To, I guess I was just trying to picture when it was. But 2006, you say it's you know, it doesn't seem that so. long ago. But it's I guess like you five know, years ago, isn't it? Six yeah. years ago. And uh, then we run on the MTV Awards together, oh, yes. and we got even closer, and you oh. almost died. I did? Because you almost ate a Dodger dog. Oh, that was bad news. Yeah. I'm yeah. violently allergic to eggs, for those listening. Violent, and, like, to the point where you have to carry heroin on you, in case the cops stop what you if, on the way. What if, what, if, what if a violent food allergy to eggs was my cover for being a drug addict? <laughs> I have to have this heroin in case I eat eggs. <laughs> it's a preventative measure. I take heroin. <laughs> Three to four times a day in order to prevent me from eating eggs accidentally and having an anaphylactic reaction. Keeps me skinny. Um, no, I do. I carry an EpiPen with me. Uh, and, and you, we were working one day, and they, and they sell Dodger dogs at CityWalk where we were working. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's like the worst place on earth. <laughs> it's terrible. We had to go there every day. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so you one day you were like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. Oh my God. By the way, such a good impression. Yeah. No, I've been reading so. Daryl Hammond's book. <laughs> Want to see my arms? <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you're like, I want a Dodger dog today. And then, right, and you told me the split second before you ordered it, or before you put it in your mouth, did you actually pay for one? Did you have it? I did not pay for one. Okay. So the split second before you ordered it, you, you were wrestling with your conscience and saying, should I ask him? Because asking everyone you ever meet are there eggs in this? It must be a drain. It is exhausting. Yeah. So you, the one day you decide I'm not going to do it, I'm just going to like going to roll with gangs it. away. Yeah. Well, because I had had a Dodger dog at Dodger Stadium. Great story. So <laughs> we're sitting you. there. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. 
I've eaten hot dogs before. You know what I mean? It's like it gets better. I put a hot dog in my goddamn mouth, and I know what it's like. And I'm like, this is just another goddamn hot dog in my mouth, isn't yep. it? Now, to be fair, you could have eaten the actual hot dog itself, the wiener. Tree, the, true. The frame. True. Oh, tree, yes. It's not tree or true. It's, it's actually true. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Uh, but it's the buns, oh, it's as they said buns. in the 70s. It's eating them buns. Those bready, bready buns. <laughs> mm. Those eggy, bready eggy, buns. Eggy, bready buns. Um, yeah, almost killed me. Almost killed you. And yep. and at and you would not have taken your uh, epi shot. You I wouldn't have. I would have. I would have let me. I would have let myself go out that way because I had long felt that if I ever managed to get myself to Universal Studios, <laughs> onto the lot, uh-huh. to CityWalk, on working the on the MTV Movie Awards, <sighs> that would be my dreams will have come true, and yep. I could die at that point. Yep. So knowing that I might die, I mean, you could argue that trying to eat a Dodger dog might have been a suicide attempt. <laughs> yeah, you know, one could argue that. I could have been like, it doesn't get any better than no this. No matter if you're allergic to eggs or not. I've currently written some of the most legendary pieces of comedy that will ever exist on the MTV Movie Awards. The intro to Anna Ferris and Chris <laughs> Pine. Yep. Which, that was a great intro, by I the way. I don't remember it, that one. It ended up not being on the show oh, because, what was it? because of the contractual... Now, a lot of people don't know, don't know oh, when it, people are on that show, when they're presenters or whatever. Just quick note aside, yes. just to, not to distract you. Okay. But when you talk about the specifics of the of how this show gets made, the yes. MTV Movie Awards, does that ever get you in trouble or anything like that? I already was fired the next year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I can talk about whatever I want because okay. they burned the bridge with me. Okay, I was... Okay. I after After it all happened... Uh, I let some information out that shouldn't have been put out. I was very uh, uh, sorry, apologetic. Mm-hmm. I yes. apologize to everyone. And then uh, I was hired the next year mm-hmm. to be Aziz's head writer. Yep. And they fired me a few days in. And so, fuck them. They yep. burned the bridge. Was it because you didn't bring me in? Do you think that was it? <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> okay, so. Yes, go. Uh, everyone on these shows uh, agrees to be on them as long as, uh, the, and the studio pays for it, mm-hmm. as long as they uh, uh, mention whatever project they have coming up. And that ruins the intros that you write. Correct. Because you have to say, from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, great film, yep. bad for an intro. Yes, so our, our wonderful intro for Anna Ferris and Chris Pinetree, who were presenting together, <laughs> was her last name is the name of a carnival ride, and his last name is the name of a tree. Please welcome Anna Ferris Wheel and Chris Pinetree. <laughs> so terrible. And we got paid for this. I want, the audience, I want the audience to understand we got paid yeah. for this. In your face, people who don't oh, work in show business. Oh, so terrible. Shame on us. <laughs> think you can write a better joke? I believe you. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think of any of the other ones we came up with, and now I can't remember there, uh, any of them. There, there was the uh, There was one about <laughs> the, is... people who went to the same high school or something. Really? Oh, boy. I can't remember. It was classic. really fun. It was classic. funny, though. Yeah, really it was, fun. It was a fun room. It was, a, yeah. We had fun. We had a great, uh, Paul Rust was there, Neil Campbell. Ooh, don't know those guys. Forgotten about them. <laughs> on your way to the top. Yep. Left them all behind. Yep. Um, well, it's a it's a great pleasure to see you. It's and, terrific. Uh, thank you for having it's been me. A, it's been a fantastic podcast. Okay, goodbye. Thank you so Click much for coming. Click. Click. Street. Uh, <laughs> What's going on? Are we broadcasting in here? Is this a Highland broadcast? What is this? Hi. How are you? How do you do? Hi. How are you? Chip Gardner. What's your name? What's, uh, Jason Manzukas. Jason Manzukas. And how are you? What's your name? Uh, Hot Saucerman. How do you do? I'm Chip Gardner. Chip Gardner. That's Chip. right. I hope you don't mind my stopping in. I saw that there was a broadcast going on in here, and I thought this is an opportunity to get my message out there and say hello to the folks in Hollywood. It's highly irregular, but uh, I'll allow it, as long as you will. We um, need two yeses. 
I'll allow it. I want to see where you're going, counselor. Well, I'm not a counselor. I'm absolutely not a counselor. I'm not a lawyer, a practitioner of the law at all. I'm a broadcaster. Oh, I wonder, because your voice is very big and booming and broadcastery. Thank you. So, yeah, and that's you're right. actually a broadcaster. I'm actually a broadcaster. I've been a broadcaster for a long time now. But right now, what I'm doing is I'm running, uh, or I'm asking to be considered for the position of honorary mayor of Hollywood. And uh, oh, that, that's yeah. why I'm here, and I, I, I'm drumming up support. Wait, is that a, is that a thing? Yeah, What's he, that? Uh, the honorary mayor of Hollywood is the guy who like uh, presides over the Christmas parade and all that that goes up. Right? Isn't that the case? Or he like goes around and uh, does was. all the uh, feet in the cement bullshit? Wow, Wait. <laughs> that is highly offensive Feet and wildly misinformed. Bullshit? Yeah, he's a mobster. Wait. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's Chip. absolutely no mob involvement whatsoever. Wait, Chip, and, is yeah. Honorary Mayor of Hollywood an actual position? It is an actual position. It is. Yeah. That's right. It's been held over the years by lots of show business luminaries, some of the biggest names in show business, including Art Linklater and Monty Hall. And uh, for many years, the position was held by the legendary Johnny Grant. Johnny Grant, yeah. Who's That's that? That's right. Johnny Grant. He, he was the he honorary most mayor famous of for honorary mayor of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. So he wasn't a showbiz guy. Previously. No, but anytime, anytime anyone gets their star on the Walk of Fame or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the the mayor is there, and he the honorary hands. mayor is there. Yeah, the honorary. It is not an elected position of any kind. It, uh, it uh, pays no salary and holds no power whatsoever. Oh. But well, uh, this, hmm? how does one your, get appointed? Yeah, to it? you're appointed to the job by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, and they look for someone who they feel, feel uh, projects the values of Tinseltown and can really celebrate the town what? in all of its glory. Yeah, it can, can just out of curiosity, like yeah. what are those values? The values of Hollywood and Tinseltown, or you, you, <laughs> Tinseltown and Cinema City and Hollywood and, and uh-huh, yeah, uh, a lot of adjoining areas. Now, but wait, all, all the, the various be, areas. You would be honorary mayor mm-hmm. of Hollywood, so is somebody else the honorary mayor of Tinseltown? Guess what, friend? They're all the same. Tinseltown and Cinema wow. City and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're all one and the same. Okay. Anyhow, uh, what kind of values are we talking that you would need to embody? Well, uh, just welcoming commerce to the town and welcoming tourism and uh, just uh, promoting this part of uh, Los Angeles as the high point of culture and sophistication and excitement Hmm. for all the world to enjoy. Now, I feel like, you know, a lot of times people in this kind of position, like, uh, stuff comes out out about them. Like, uh, is there any skeletons in your closet? Like, are, are people going to find out anything about you that they might not? That might color your ability to draw business into town or any of that kind of well, stuff. Jason, really that's a so. great question. Thanks, Scott. I've tried to lead a uh, uh, an exemplary life. I don't believe I've ever done anything that would get me in any trouble. I, great. I've been a resident of Hollywood, uh, gosh, since uh, 1980. I came here as a very young man to, to become an actor, and uh, I did. I did, in fact, get lost for a while in drugs and alcohol. Not very young. I mean. Well, I beg your pardon. I I don't think you were very young in 1980. I'm actually quite a bit younger than I look. How how old are <laughs> For you? Several reasons. You look incredibly old. <laughs> well, I would have put your age around 60. Well, right, and I hear that a lot. But I'm actually uh, I'm 43 years old. Whoa, yes, whoa, that's right. And so I, you came here when you were 13 years old. That's correct. To become a star. Did you become a star? Large and small. I tell you, I lost myself in drugs and alcohol. Okay, wow. and at 13, stri- street fighting. Street Shortly, fighting. Uh, yeah, drugs, alcohol, and street fighting. Uh, that is a trifecta. So were these your street fighting years? Those were my several, yeah, I had several street that fighting is a, years. That is a great question, too. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but That's I just right. wanted to point out that that was a brilliant question. Because I noticed just now while I was uh, talking to mm-hmm. Chip here that you keep making little marks. Uh, I, I'm grading your questions. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, so good. far, you have an A plus for everyone. Oh, my God, I'm so excited right I now. I think they're fine questions, too, and it's only my pleasure to get to Thank answer you, them. Thank you, Chip. Now, you know like, what's great about that one, though, is it also has a double meaning. Well, how so? 
because it's the title of a Rolling Stones song. What is? Street Fighting Years. Huh. I think yeah, you referred to this. Oasis also covered. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, so that's yeah. so interesting. Now, what are the Rolling Stones? Rolling Stones, it's a magazine, and they joined a band. Got it. Got it. Oh, the magazine people. The they joined a the band. People yeah. that started the magazine started a band? Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people said after Street Fighting Man was such a hit that they were stupid to record a song called Street Fighting Years, but they went ahead and did it. Huh. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? Street Fighting Years? or street? What's Street Fighting Years? <laughs> I don't Wait, know. Wait, no. That, now that is, okay, that's a Simply Red album. Okay. This, we're, we're very confused right now. This is fully off the rails. <laughs> so much so that I now have to Google it because I need right. to know what's going let, on. Let me talk, let me talk to Chip while, while you Google this. Street Fighting Years, I'm fairly sure, is a Simply Red song. I had a number of... Do you have uh, any opinion on this? Do I, have, I don't feel that Street Fighting Years is the name of a Simply Red album. You don't think so? I don't think so. Right, we'll figure this out. Chip, um, yep. I want to thank you for coming by. And, it's my uh, pleasure. Really appreciate it. And uh, you, do you just wander into wherever you see people recording anything, any kind of if audio? I've got a hunch that there's a broadcast okay. going on. Of course, wait, I wait, wait. I'm sorry, Chip. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're getting shut, early returns. Chip, shut your fat face for a second. <laughs> well, that's fair. My face is uh, is fat, despite my low body fat percentage. You are a very skinny man, but have like a, a pretty bloated, puffy face. I certainly do. It's been remarked upon many times throughout my life. Did you used to inject the drugs into your face? Is that what happened? Uh, there is a very specific reason why my face looks the way it does. But first, let's find out about Street Fighting Street Years. Fighting years and what do we got? Red. Uh, okay, guys, I have great news. Okay. <laughs> We're all killing ourselves. <laughs> in a Street Fighting fight. Years is a record title. Oh, it boy. is not the Rolling Stones, and it is not who did you say? Simply Red. Simply Red. <laughs> Interestingly, yes. it is Simple Minds. That's who I was thinking of. Okay, oh. I knew it was in that S I M P L section in the record store. <laughs> Producer Trevor Horn. <laughs> Trevor Horn produced that one. Yep, love Trevor Horn. He does Frankie a great job. Hollywood. 1989, or? guys. I'm not going to lie to you. These are the tracks. Side one, track one. Mm-hmm. Street Fighting Years. Oh, great track song. two, coming at you. Soul crying out. Even better. 1989, Simple Minds, Wall of Love. Oh, so good. This what? is your land. Take a step back. Track one, side two, the kick it. The first side of that record, classic. Uh, I mean, it does not get better than that. Unstoppable. I remember This Is Your Land. Really? Sure. Side two, track one. <laughs> Yep. We're going to do, do this for Hit every me. Simple Minds record. Yeah, of course we are. Kick it in. Oh. Track two, let it all come down. Oh, Track man. three, Mandela Day. Topical. Very yeah. topical. Very topical. At, at the time, not so much anymore, I would say. No, I would say not really. I don't even know who he is anymore. Has Nelson Mandela released us from his grip? Has he died? Interestingly, get ready for this. Mandela mm. Day, track three, on side two. Track four, Belfast Child. Track five, a cover of Peter Gabriel's Biko. Wow, they are really getting global on really this second getting, half of that record. Mm. I mean, a, a song about Stephen Biko and a song about Nelson Mandela. What the hell, Simple Minds? Wow. We Simple Minds was always about Africa, first and foremost. I wonder how that played at WOMAD. <laughs> um, really that, great. Was that Peter Gabriel's festival? Yes, World Music Festival. Fantastic. I, tell you know, you, I counted down the top 40 for several years. Really? Just him. Yep, that's right. You did a pretty good job, Jason Manzoukas. Oh, thank you so much, Chip. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Learning that. people's names is one of the things that's really going to help propel me to the top in this contest to become honorary mayor of Hollywood. So now you had radio experience, you were saying, or you had just broadcasting in general? Or well, what? I came out here to be an Such actor. Such a good question. Uh, sorry, sorry, Chip, sorry, 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 sorry. Chip, can you just shut it one second, Scott? That's fair. After having what I consider to be like a nonstop string of great questions myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. came in and nailed that question i have so far my streak is one it's phenomenal though thank you so really much really great well coming from the best i appreciate it you're the best around, around. You're you're the best. Best. <laughs> terrific song 
Terrific song. Why were you thinking of Street Fighting Years, by the way? Well, he are, said were that you he, a, he I know. Said, he said what, that he was. No. Oh, what I'm boy. trying to say. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Guys, no, but why is that a reference that comes to your mind? Are you a big fan of The Simple Minds? I'm not. I Okay, if, if I'm being fully transparent. Please. I, I need I full I thought I was referencing Street Fighting Man. So did I. Uh-huh. And so and he had said that he had been lost in drugs, alcohol, and mm-hmm. street fighting. Mm-hmm. So Which I is then, true. I then thought I was going to make a Street Fighting Years as if I was referencing the Rolling Stones. Right. And then when I was called on it, I was going to pretend like I didn't know what I, would, what I had done. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So what... D- do you know that record? Have you ever heard of that record? Street why Fighting is that, Years? Yeah, why is that Never in your heard head? Of it. Strange. Strange how the mind works. Oh my God. So interesting, right? Everyone's brains are different, and that's what makes yet, life so wonderful. But yet we think of our own minds as as, as if they are the minds of others. You it's know so shocking to it me when I realize- It turns out our minds hey, are Chip, not so can you simple. hold on one second? Shut Chip, up. can you just Chip, shut it for shut one, well, one goddamn second? Up. Chip, well, we're talking about brains. I'm trying my best to- Sometimes you realize, oh, the way I think isn't how other people think. You know what's weird is you often get mad at someone for not having the exact same brain as you. Yeah. But how fun would that be if everyone thought alike? Oh, my God. And it invariably- I would submit that hey, it would chip, not be fun chip, at chip, all. Chip. Well, Chip. Yeah. You're never going to get there, man. Get where? Dude. What are you talking about? We're, we're doing something right now, Okay. You're over I there. Understand. You're over there jabber John away like a fucking robot. Well, we're do we're connecting here, bro. Okay. We're on the fucking level of geniuses. We're, we are right. next level communicating. Yeah. Okay? So why don't you shut your goddamn mouth? Yeah, all right. Take a knee uh-huh. and learn what's up. No problem. I'm, oh, I'm more than happy to listen and, and understand God, where you guys are coming from and what it's all about. Listen. Yeah, Honorary right. mayor of New York for I mean of Hollywood. Yeah. That's Boy. right. I think you're reference omedi- um, referenceometer. Why not? It's a, it's a little broken today. It's not great. It's, it's, not, great. it's, not, it's not good. Great. Should we get Chip well, back, there are back in on this? To be guilty you know what? We should get back in with Chip. <laughs> Let's get Chip in here. Chip, come back in. Come back in. Hey, well, Chip. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't go anywhere. I, oh, owe you, <laughs> I owe you an apology, Chip. I really yeah. freaked out just there. Hey, man. That's all right. I understand. Uh, There's got to be a lot of pressure involved in whatever it is that you do. Yeah. No, there is. There is. You're so, a, mm-hmm. No, I mean, so honestly, like, a lot of people think it's just sitting around in a room and coming up with jokes like about Chris Pine Tree and Anna Ferris Wheel. Yep. But it's harder uh-huh. than that. Oh my god! Because you know so what? It's coming. It's training your mind to think of things like that. That's mm-hmm. the real hard part. You know, mm-hmm. people say, "Oh, really? You got paid for that?" No, I got paid for the twenty years leading well, up to that. I'll tell you, that. that's how I feel about my Chip. vodka. Hey, Chip. Uh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what is it? It's just like it never ends with you. I. I just thought I uh, I could relate to what you were Are talking about. Are you a about professional to... interrupter? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I didn't feel. Is I that was... what you did previous to this job? I mean, for God's sake! Absolutely not. As a broadcaster, I uh... look Chip. Chip, no. I, I'm gonna... I pride myself on knowing when to speak. Chip, and... I'm going to have to go to a song because I can't take it anymore. Okay. You mind if I when, when up we, the song? When we I've... come back, we're going to talk more to Jason Ugh. and about what we're talking about because I've really felt like we were onto something. We. Have been on the verge of a no breakthrough. No question about it. You hey, guys, Chip! Are- <laughs> fuck! All right, go to a song. What the shit? Whoa! Man? What's the matter? Go to a song. Go to a song. We'll be right back. Ah. Hey, everybody. Scott Ackerman here, host of the program, and want to remind you to head on over to Earwolf.com. And uh, you know what you can get over there? You can get uh, T-shirts. Why don't you buy a T-shirt once in your life? What, are you going to walk around in dress shirts all day in your fancy suit, your tuxedo, and your tails? Why don't you relax one day and put on a T-shirt? And if you do, make it a Comedy Bang Bang T-shirt. Head on over there to Earwolf.com. You can get all of that. You can donate to the show. You can donate to the show. 
go whatever you like. Uh, and uh, I, in fact, will see you at the movies. that that's the the spinners great addition to their legacy late addition to the spinners legacy the spinners yep that's crazy they uh of course you all know them from their classic hits and then uh took a took an abrupt left turn yeah themes of space balls yeah well when mel brooks calls and says please do the theme to my movie you don't ask questions you say how can we make this work right I guess so, Chip. Mm-hmm. I guess so. All right, let me explain who, in case you're just tuning into this podcast. Yep, in, because in a case lot of you, people just turned on their yeah, podcast in, in the middle. In case you just press play. <laughs> in case you fast-forwarded to the middle of your podcast. I understand it, man. Hey, people do different things, man. Yep, people listen to podcasts way out of order. Some folks have difficulty with their downloading and uh, lose a part of it, right? It's America. Uh-huh. I support people's rights to do whatever the fuck they want, as long as they're, you know, you respectful. Mean, well, sounding real tea party today. <laughs> but let me explain what's going on. I got Jason Manzukas, bros, two bros, bros in a love, pod. Bros hanging bros. I'd yep. go ahead and say we've got three bros here. Uh, what do you say? And then we got this fucking bummer town, <laughs> Come USA, on. Oh, that's next not to fair. us. Stop it. Chip Gardner is here. Chip Gardner running for honorary mayor of Hollywood. That's right. But Jason, I did, I did want to talk to Chip. I do want to figure out what's going on with him. Absolutely. Because it seems like he has something on his mind. Chip. Something he wants to get off yeah. his chest. Uh, is, well, I don't know uh, about that. I just want to be considered for the position because I really feel that I would uh, help to bring some honor to this town in the same way that the legendary Johnny Grant did for so many years. And, you know, after Johnny passed in 2008, the position remained uh, open. It's been unfilled since 2008, and that's three years with no honorary mayor of Hollywood. And I think that's a shame, and I think someone should pick up the mantle and carry it on, and I'm just the guy to do it. And uh, have, I, they been, have, have they been looking? Has there been an extensive search? Has the, there been a search committee? You know, there's... 
was the very least. There was a feeling after Johnny passed that uh, the greatest man in the world to ever hold a position had uh, passed on, and there was no sense replacing him. And I think that's hogwash. And a couple of people have put their names up for it. And uh, I heard Alan Funt is really interested. Alan Funt, uh, mm-hmm. Alan Funt Jr. Uh, yeah, that's who I'm talking. Yep. About. You're talking about the Alan Funt Jr. AF, AFJ. Yeah, AFJ is mm-hmm. involved. AFJ, yeah. Well, that's right. He's up. He's he's put himself forward for the job. I think that's nonsense. I think it's garbage. Mm-hmm. He's a he's an asshole and a monster mm-hmm. and a son of a bitch. And uh, he's a completely unfit for service in every possible way. I don't. You know, I don't think that you should say asshole about your competitor. I mean, that's not very uh, befitting of the office. Well, I mean, it sounds a little bit like you're taking you're taking your campaign seriously, but that's right. You, do you, you don't need to go negative? Yeah. You're, no, you're absolutely wrong. I've got to cut these motherfuckers off at the kneecap. Whoa! Who are going after the job. I want the job. Angeline is also up for the job. You know Angeline? Oh, yeah. I saw her at a uh, Del Taco a once. goddamn whore. Whoa, whoa. Yep. Well, I actually think she might be a whore. Yeah, she might be. You so know what I had heard be... about her was was that she was Don Knotts' kept woman. No. That Don Knotts basically, like, had her whenever he wanted her. Oh, yeah. That's like a dream. And he just paid That's her off with Mr. Limpet money. That's a goddamn dream. Yeah. Not, not that she would be at your disposal, mm-hmm. that you could be Don Knotts's. Yeah. Go to gal. Oh. Sounds like she was his ladyfish. Well, Angeline, come on over here. So, you know what? Keep reading that Daryl Hammond book. <laughs> um, that sounded a lot like the late great Don Nuts to me. Well, Thank you so much. You know what? I'm fantastic. We, I'm going to vote for you. We can't vote. Great. There is no voting. It's an honorary title. No, but what you can do is you can write a letter to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce and let them know that your pick for honorary mayor of Hollywood is Chip Gardner. Hmm. Chippy, have you ever been arrested? Several times, yep. Uh, that's absolutely, yep. I've been arrested for... Just during your drugs and street fighting <coughs> years, right? Where's the cough button? You have a cough button? We don't. I've been arrested We're several. on a four-second delay, though, so we'll just take that out. That's perfect. Okay, let's wait four seconds of silence now. Okay. So, uh, yep. during your street fighting simple mind Certainly years? during my street fighting years, uh, during uh, all of my simple mind years, and during my uh Now, did you my follow the band phase. Simple Minds? I was on tour for a while with the band Simple Minds. <laughs> you know, uh, not during their high point. No, 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 no not during no. the they were, they were on the on the way down. They, uh, yeah, they were they were angry. They were opening for Jesus Jones at the so time. So, this that is I was, the second day oh, that uh, Breakfast unbe- Club was out? <laughs> that's unbelievable. That's absolutely true. They were opening for Jesus Jones. He had that hot hit nope, so that's right here, right now. Oh, right here. I that's thought it was EMF. unbelievable. No, that's EMF. Son You're of thinking bitch. of EMF. My reference meter is really It's really off. off. Did you hear the uh, uh, guy from EMF uh, committed suicide? No, You're really? You're supposed to say, oh, <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> um, but you know, all of that ended uh, when yeah. I um, had my face run over by a Jeep. Which is why I oh. well, let's move on. Let's look move the way past that, that I do. Um, <laughs> what happened? Wait, I, I would love to hear what happened with the jeep. What a uh, jeep? You yeah, say? it was a jeep out on the Pacific Coast Highway. I was uh, I was lying in the road. Oh, uh, oh, why? Why would you lie in the road in the middle of the highway? Well, I was hoping to get run over by something, and uh, oh. it was a jeep, and oh. it ran over my face. And uh, most of what you see on my face now is artificial. It's been uh, oh, uh, that's what built the, and yeah. rebuilt over the years. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have the so kind stolen. of puffy, weird face of. Not skin glued to yeah. bone. That's right. A, a lot of it is not skin, and very little of it is bone. There's uh, titanium on here. There's a lot of glue. What you're seeing is mostly glue. Yeah. Various different kinds of glue. Huh. You're seeing uh, just uh, the evolution of uh, face reconstruction technology as it's happened over the past 25 years. I've been waiting since I saw a face-off for us to reach this point. Yeah. We're finally here, you're telling me. Well, but it uh, looks bad. 
Thank you. Uh, you no, know, you're right. It absolutely does. And you remember in um, uh, Logan's Run, they had that wonderful sequence where uh, Michael York and Vera Fawcett Majors at the time had their faces changed uh, by what machine. What is she now? <laughs> well, she, when she passed, she was Farrah Fawcett, wasn't she? Farrah Fa- or Farrah Fawcett O'Neill at that point, perhaps. I don't Lee know. Majors showed her the door. Wow. And then he had extensive plastic surgery. Himself, Lee Majors yeah. himself. He's mm-hmm. a delight, though. He's great to work with. Lee Majors? Yeah, yeah. I've never fantastic. had the pleasure. Well, that's too bad. Yep. Who have you worked with um, that uh, that would give you the experience you need in order to be mayor or honorary mayor uh, of Hollywood? Gosh, I've been broadcasting for years uh, on the radio and also uh, hosted uh, lots of uh, local game shows in the local market out here. Local game shows? What do you mm-hmm. mean by that? Do you mean like on on uh, uh, like, like a KTLA? That's yeah, right. Or- uh, mm-hmm. Yep, KTLA. I, I think KCBS. I saw you. Did you host a um, like a supermarket sweeps kind of show where yep. pe- pe- people shop in a supermarket? I saw that on local but TV. It, but it was That's right. It was all about shoplifting. It was like you're supposed to hide all the stuff. Yeah, you had to sneak out. If we, if we saw anything at all in your pockets, you uh, it was taken from you. That was huh. part of the idea, and it was. Uh, you know, we, we went into the inner city areas, and uh, we, we got young kids and just sort of had them, uh, you know, be, the idea was that they would be great at shoplifting, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a controversial show. And, yeah, uh, no, one, no one wanted to watch all those minorities on TV at the time. Were you part of yeah, that, that was part show of that was about looting? Yep, uh-huh. I also had uh, How Much Can You Loot? And it was just, uh, it, it was a sort of a thing where uh, the contestants were told the location, you know, be it a Best Buy or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, they were told to just go there and loot, and nobody else was told, you know, our cameras would show up in a sort of a hidden camera style. Yeah. But, I mean, for real, real deal, the police were called, and, the, the you know, they had to get in and out of there as fast as they could. This was more of like an entrapment kind of thing, though. You were working with the local authorities. Working with law enforcement, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. A lot of the time. We would go into the inner city areas and we would say uh, who thinks they can loot a store real fast and uh, mm. and we'd have them do it and then uh, nine times out of ten they'd get arrested this was yeah I, I believe you also had a local version of to catch a predator yeah that's right mm-hmm. uh, but that wound up apparently because you didn't have any access to law enforcement or much uh, production help mm-hmm. uh, a lot of kids wound up being for real molested yeah yeah that's you right. used well, to call it catch and release yeah well uh, the way they do it now on Catch a Predator, they've got a real great idea there where they don't actually have actual children. Yeah. Uh, they've got people posing yeah. as children. Yeah, I remember you That's having a great idea. No doubt about it. Children. That's a, listen, hey, that is an improvement on what we did. No doubt about it. I, I hand rem- it to them. That I remember you used idea. to have like an educational Zoom type show that you hosted, and then mm-hmm. you just like s- kind of moved the cast of that over into this other show. That's exactly what we did. And it was yeah. the, the Zoom. The, it, it wasn't called Zoom, it was called Zap. And that was on mm-hmm. from uh, two to three. And then from. Uh, In the morning. Yep. Mm hmm. <laughs> We had, uh, you know, a lot of the kids were sleepy. uh, Because it was a live broadcast. It was a live broadcast. And I remember there also being a part of Zap where all Mm -hmm. the kids drank NyQuil. Yeah, well, that's right. Listen, uh, when you have a show like that, the last thing you want is kids bouncing off the walls and making it difficult for you. I actually think the opposite. Right. A lot of those kids' shows have kids bouncing off the walls. The, yeah. mm-hmm. the fun is infectious. Your show had real sleepy kids. Sleepy kids who'd already drank some NyQuil. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we didn't have But you're constantly budget. slapping them to <laughs> keep them awake, I remember. Well, this was the very difficult time. I mean, I'm pl- pleased that you guys remember the show this well, because this was... And you're talking I about exactly the very everything about struggle. the show except yeah. for you. Yeah. I well, there I was, right in the middle of it. But, but also, remember, Scott, he looked much different. This is, I'm assuming, before yeah. your face was run over by a jeep. Did you get your face to look like someone else? Because I remember you, know you very different. During those this shows. was after this was after the Jeep incident, but before my uh, facial reconstruction technology was any good at all, mm-hmm. and so I wore a mask. Uh, 
on the show. That, oh, and I would change it up from time to time. And, sure, uh, sure, 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 yeah, sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually the masks were terrifying, even when they weren't trying to be. The, I, I remember, yeah, you wore enough. a ski mask uh, with swastikas over the eye holes for a while. That's right. And that's just the way it came from the store. And we didn't, uh, you know, but we didn't really have it in the budget to do anything about it. Because <laughs> you wanted to add more swastikas. What's that? You wanted to add more. Well, I felt, yeah, I, I, I thought the, the mouth hole also, uh, you know, if, it's, if you've got a theme going, go with it. What is it, two, two swastikas in a circle? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, actually, well, you know, it's not, we, we don't get, want to get it mired into the semantics of that. Yeah, but, yeah. exactly. Uh, um, I don't understand. So that's why you were yep. wearing those Halloween masks, too, all the but time. But the point was, it was very difficult to keep the children in, the, in just the right state of, uh, you know, lucidity <laughs> and yet elation. Exactly. That's exactly right. Because there were there were participation parts of the show. There was mm-hmm. a sort of an obstacle course, uh, uh, parts of which were quite dangerous, and yeah. we, so we did need them awake and alert to a certain extent, but we didn't want them uh, hyperactive, and it was very difficult. To, so a little bit of night cool, a couple of slaps on the face. Part of this show, I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering correctly, involved teaching kids how to shoot M16s. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of it. And a lot of the times it was blanks, but... Uh, and how to dismantle one and put it back together. Well, look, in a time I, test. A lot of people, no kidding. A lot of people thought you were um, training an army. Uh huh. Well, we did hear that. We heard that accusation on a, a number child, of a child army. Uh, we heard well, that. It wouldn't lot. be children for long, hopefully, because well, you know the best army. Uh, you know they grow up to hate the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, of course, <coughs> when you have an army like that, the whole idea is. Put them together and kick them out by the time they're 18 sure. because, you know, you can't, you know, you can, you know what I'm saying? If you arrest somebody before yeah. they're 18, it's just a juvenile crime. And then they'll flip on you and uh, all of a sudden someone's squeezing your shoes. Squeezing your shoes? I just watched NYPD Blue last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they came up with a lot of phrases on there that didn't really exist. <laughs> well, you know a lot about Hollywood. Sure I do, yeah. Wow, so. Say, Did you put a hump into that girl? They would say that on that show. What a horrible thing to say. <laughs> I hate it when they would be like, you see that girl? She's a real coos. Oh, boy. <laughs> Remember that one. on NY? Every episode. Yeah, was, the, was that the worst thing they could say? So they would say it all the time? It was a secret word. That show uh, just uh, decayed our moral fiber in ways that I don't I, care to contemplate. I totally agree. And mm-hmm. I think that TV has taken a step back from that now, mm-hmm. which I is agree. great. Because, you know, for a long time, it was like, okay, well, you show side boob. What are you going to show next? Yep. The other side, meaning the front of a boob? Yeah. Or bestiality? Yeah. What's next? What's next? Men marrying dogs? Yeah. Turns out what's next mm-hmm. is we go backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yep. We're that's really, right. You don't we're see- cracking the code here, guys. Go we're as far as you can to the line the and then head on back. <laughs> No, I just want to exactly like uh, Chip. I just want to like just because I want to you know make sure we're uh, we're on track here because I, yeah. I really I'm glad you guys are as familiar as you are with my career. It I, well, it, it just occurs to me that like I've seen a lot of your early work. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyone in a mask? I'm I'm remembering. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, done there a lot was of mask work. there was that period in the '80s where I saw a lot of shows hosted by people wearing frightening, frightening masks. Terrifying. It was always me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wondered what it was all about. Yeah. I just thought that's what TV stars did. Yeah. But it turns out it was just you. Just, just you. No, I wore a number of terrifying masks over the years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, one that, like, oh. dripped blood. Well, that's right. The, the prop department bring that one up to just drip blood throughout the entire broadcast. By the end of it, just everything was absolutely soaked in blood. That's when I was hosting a game show called uh, See If You Can Hold This for a Half an Hour. <laughs> yeah. No one but was able to hold it. Nobody was able to, and the show was only 10 minutes long. <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> So and you you brought people up to speed at the beginning of the show, say, okay, here's what happened for the previous 20 minutes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And everyone had stopped holding it by then. Uh, yep. 
Because as I remember, in many ways, it, it was a disappointing show. As I remember it, all, not too many. All of the items for holding mm-hmm. were either electrified. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, they were electrified. That's right. electric, electric eels or, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. burning hot. Yeah. Oh, yep. Those were uh, you, you hit it on the head. Those were a couple of our big go-to's: electrified or burning hot, or uh, that was an, an angry animal, an animal that's been teased and I'm poked pretty at. Pretty sure another thing, like you, another show you hosted mm-hmm. was electrified or burning hot, and people people had, had to, to guess, yeah, had to by guess. touching their their genitals. Well, what, no, well, yeah, that's right. What you would do is there was a hole, and you had to stick your genitals into the hole, and it would make contact yeah. with this thing that was either electrified or burning hot. And I'll tell you, you would think it'd be real easy to tell the difference. <laughs> Not really. It's pretty much the same. Same sensation. It, both, well, yeah. it turns out that it really wasn't. A lot of the time, they got it wrong. Huh. Yeah, yep. it, uh, but I, I do remember your prize was fifteen million dollars, and one time you had yeah. an actual right. ME, a medical examiner, on mm-hmm. who just examined his own wounds, and he was able to give you the right. Uh, but yep, as I remember, he was disqualified I, later. As I remember it, mm-hmm. he did not end up getting that money. That's correct. He yeah. did not end up getting. He was that disqualified, money. if I'm correct, because mm-hmm. he was murdered. Well, there was a stipulation in there. That's not that, a true uh, disqualification, I have to say. I always wondered about that I little piece of Hollywood too. lore. Yeah, there was a stipulation in the uh, in the uh, agreement that contestants went into that if they if they, <laughs> if they were died before they left the premises, <laughs> they did not get the money. Interesting, interesting mm-hmm. stuff. Huh. Yeah, yeah. You that know was what occurs to me? No is one knows who murdered him. That goes unsolved. For as much as we know about Chip Gardner's career, when he walked in, we should have been really psyched to see him. We should have, but all I saw was this fat-faced yep. weirdo uh-huh. and I was a little frightened so I was telling him to shut up You're right so was I and because I you know and to because be honest we were growing we were out so hard so hard at each other and but now yeah I you guys really were hey Chip out. Yep. can you hang on one sec because only just because Scott and I are in a thing right now oh I understand so we were but like, yeah we, we but had gone knew? to another plane yeah you know what I mean? we, thank God we came back down to Chip's plane. And it was my could, great pleasure to hey, join you there Chip, on that plane. Chip, Chip, mm-hmm. shut your fucking leaky face. Shut it. I don't know what the shit those fluids are. I guess it's Elmer's glue or something. Could be any number of things. It's probably pus. Chip, put your forehead back in place, listen up, and take notes. Because the grown-ups are talking, you weirdo. You 43-year-old fuck. I apologize if I've done anything to offend you. Apology accepted. Chip. accepted. Thank you. Except, Thank you, you know for what? apologizing. You know what? I forgive, but I never forget. Never forget. Just like 9-11. Yep. Never. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to you more about the actual campaign because I want to help you out with this. Oh, that would be great. I could use all the help I can get. But I, I really want to take a break before we do that because I want to come up with some strategies before we do that, if that's okay. Is that okay with you, Jason? Do you mind taking Scott? a little... I'm not going to lie to you. I love where you're going with this. <laughs> and where I'm going with it is to hear a little Stanford. It'll be great to take a little break, don't you? Chip! Chip! We already did oh. this part. Is that part of your broadcasting style is just to repeat what fucking people have already said? Scott was already throwing to the song, you fucking piece of shit. You interrupted my flow. Again, please accept my apologies if I've done anything at all. To- Apology, 100% accepted. 100%. Well, 110. If I, could, what, if I could accept it more than Jason, I would. I am nothing but forgiving right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. That's one of the great things. And I've known this man I since absolutely agree 2006. He is talking to you. Of a mouth. He's talking to your fucking shit face and you interrupt him. How, da- how dare you? How dare, how dare I you? I want to stab you. I am the host of this show. Okay. I understand. Let's just take four seconds of delay. 
and think about what we've done. All right, four seconds. That's a great idea Chip, to take a break. Chip, We're taking the delay. Holy fucking. One, two, three, four. All right? Fine. Have you changed your fucking whole thought process? Uh, guys, I really don't want to step out of line here again, and I'm not exactly sure Go to what a song. I've done wrong. Go to, Go to a song. song. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of lonely streamlet. Her break hotel, well, I'll be, I'll be so lonely, baby. I'll be so lonely, baby. I'll be so lonely, I could die. Could I have a little more echo on my voice? Although it's always crowded, that's got it. You still can find some room. For broken out lovers to cry there in the gloom And be so, and be so lovely, baby And be so lovely, baby And be so lovely, they can die Now the bellops' tears keep flowing The death clerk's dress is black Well, it's been so long and lonely Secretly let her, they let her get back And be so lovely, baby And be so lovely, <laughs> so lovely, like a Well, if your baby leaves you And you got to tell the tech When you take a walk down lovely street To heartbreak hotel Where you will be ripping my jeans Where you will be third pair today You'll be so lovely, you can die that's good, that's good, that's close enough for jazz Although it's always crowded You still can find some room For broken hearted lovers To cry there in the blue so that's too much echo. That's too much. Turn me off. Stan Freeberg making fun of a very specific aspect of of Elvis's career. How much echo he used on one song. So much echo. It was about some time. Uh, it was about. It was about time someone commented on the echo in the Elvis songs. About time. Oh yeah. yeah. We, well, he's really been taken to task now. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is Comedy Bang Bang. We're here with Jason Manzukis, and we have um, Chip Gardner, who uh, we had a great talk uh, during that song, and everything's cool. Yeah. No, uh, we're a hundred percent cool. In case anybody yeah. in the audience is nervous. Yeah. So don't worry about us. We truly are three great friends now. Mm-hmm. Great friends. Yep. Great mm-hmm. friends. Terrific. I want to talk to you about your campaign because I. Sure. Uh, it seems like your only strategy that you've had so far is for people to write to someone, like an actual uh, letter. Absolutely. Nothing is more impressive than sitting down at a typewriter and typing out a letter and putting it in the care of the United States Post Office. All this various technology we have today is just fine, but if you really want to impress someone, give mm-hmm. them a hard piece of paper in their mailbox, and that really gets a message across. Is that a euphemism? Is that a euphemism, Chip? Giving someone a hard piece of paper in their mailbox? It sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it that way. If but if really, it but helps me to get the job of honorary mayor of Hollywood for someone to go down there and, and just, just, jam just jam it in there. Hard piece of mail yeah. in somebody's goddamn wet I mailbox. Say, I would say, I would say, go do it and mm. tell them Chip Gardner sent me. Oh, okay. Have you liked that fucking? 
You've got Chip Gardner to thank what? for it because he sent me here to fuck you. <laughs> oh. So, so, so part of your so it sounds like part of your campaign uh-huh. is to advocate people go down to the Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. and just fuck people. Listen, it's in, not a bad in idea. Your, in your name. Go can down you, to the Chamber of Commerce right there on Hollywood Boulevard. Can you just fuck anyone you want to these days? Okay. Absolutely. Are Such you a good me? question. Scott, like, I'm putting that in the, like, great question That's in the win column. column. That's in the win column. It's mm-hmm. such a great question. Chip, I'm, I'm interested mm-hmm. to hear your answer. Well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Supreme Court recently ruled on that. Uh, they rule. Uh, yep. Uh, and I, I believe they said, yeah, you can you go ahead and you go ahead and fuck whoever you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's no legal uh, thing that anyone can turn to to tell you that, that like, I didn't enjoy that fucking. Well, Sorry. no. Well, as I understand it, and I might be wrong, uh-huh. but, like, it's not about them enjoying it. Right. No. It's not about, because, like, when, when you're fucking someone, it's about you. It's about, uh, do you. It's about you taking what you want. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In the name of Chip Gardner, in this instance, hell, yeah. Satan! Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, what? hold on one second, whoa, because whoa, whoa. I think you just said something that whoa, I whoa, want whoa. to pay very close attention whoa, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop what did I just point out for the listener? <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop the clock. What's that? You said two words that uh-huh. if people and and maybe people want to rewind yep. here. Maybe you just press play right here in the I don't middle know if of you've it. Got that if you and just you joined them? us, you know what I just realized? Coming out of that song, we didn't do. We didn't identify we didn't anything. So yeah. people who just tuned in at this point have literally no idea. They would be absolutely yeah. bewildered. Yes. But you said mm-hmm. two words. Yep. And usually I the, the combination of which mm-hmm. leads me to believe that you have some freaky, freaky things going on. Hang on. I feel about? like we heard the same thing, Scott. Uh-huh. So I think on the count of three, we should say those two words Here together. Okay. Ready? One, One two, two, three. Chip Gardner. <laughs> wow, you guys really are bros. Jason, come back. He's lying on the floor. Is, are you having a seizure? Uh, wow, that was beautiful. Um, no, but but you did say uh, hail, hail Satan. Satan. That's right. Is that part? Is that part of your scene, man? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of the things that brought me back from my dark period, oh, there was friends and family, of course, but also the, TV the Lord show Satan. The, uh, the TV show friends and the family? TV show friends actually did help me come back from the brink. Because I saw that monkey, and I thought, how bad can things be when a, a monkey's got work? But anyhow, uh, hmm. yep, uh, <laughs> Lord Lord Satan was a big part of my uh, recovery huh. and redemption. And uh, mm-hmm. how did you absolutely? How did you first get into that? Well, gosh, I was uh, down at a rock bottom, and I uh, I saw a, a fellow. Was uh, this before or after the Jeep? This was uh, well after the Jeep. Oh, yep. so you'd already been hosting the shows with the mask. I've been hosting the shows with a mask. Now, I just want to. I just want to ask a quick question, and sure. I do want to get to your introduction to Lord Satan. Yeah, the Jeep instance was that the first time you attempted suicide. Oh, that wasn't a suicide attempt. I just oh, wanted to get run over. It? Oh, you just wanted to get. Oh run yeah, 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 yeah. Like for what? For like for kicks? Just for, for kicks, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just to see what I could survive. Because at that point, where kicks just keep getting harder to find. <laughs> Kicks are getting harder and harder to find. Yeah, Herman's yeah. Herbits? Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was actually pitching a game show at the time called Can You Survive Getting Run Over by a Monte Carlo was what it was. So oh. I was uh, in, in particular, I was hoping to get run over by a Monte Carlo. Oh. But uh, it ended up being a Jeep. And, uh, in in anyway, some ways, you're some lucky research. it was a Jeep because of the four-wheel drive. Maybe you're right. How so? Well, because those back wheels were able to avoid you. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Good. That's any time a Jeep hits anything, the front wheels hit it, but the backs don't. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. That's what four-wheel I drive used, is. Yeah, I used okay. to work uh, at, at uh, Ford. Ford. Okay. 
Maker of the Jeep. Maker of the Jeep. Ford, Ford Jeep. No, come on. We Jeep come on, guys. You guys are Ford you guys tough. are joking around. But we studied the Jeep because we uh-huh. were afraid of it. Know your enemy. Yeah, exactly. Keep your we friends were close. And we your were deathly closer. afraid of it, and we considered actually yep. making a four wheel drive Ford for a while, uh-huh. and we were going to call it the Ford wheel drive. I love it. And that, yeah, and I got paid three hundred thousand dollars to come up with that. You talk too much about money. You do. You talk too much about how much money you make. Do you really think so? Like the story would well, have guys, been. Well, guys, I'll tell you. Totally, one hey, thing Chip, about money. Chip, can I can I interrupt you for one second? No. I, 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 I do, do like want to hear story, this, Chip. I'm sorry. The story would have been totally viable if you had not said how much. That here's where like, I disagree. To put, that, to put the money in is bragging. Here's the where I disagree. The story has value otherwise. Here's where I disagree. I got paid so much money that people should know about that. No, they don't need to know about that. That's the part where you lose. I don't think it's bragging you when you're just man. stating a fact. You lose the common man. When you just say how much money you make. It's not important. It's not bragging. Yes, it is bragging. You don't, how is that bragging? It didn't add anything to the story. Chip, can you shut it? It makes people impressed. Shut up. I know you look like you want to talk, you stupid weirdo. I'm dying to get in there. All right. You know what? I want to hear what he has to say. Let's go. What were you guys talking about? Don't worry about it. Sometimes I interrupt without knowing. What you're talking about? <laughs> we were talking. Well, we were t- we matter. just had a little disagreement. Chip, uh-huh. back to Lord Satan. Yep, Lord Satan. You're in a dark place. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Rock bottom, you said. Uh huh. Uh huh. And the Jeep wasn't rock bottom. That's what I find interesting. The whole facial reconstruction. Oh, uh, that was surgery a, that, going uh, awry. That was a drag. That was a real bummer, man. Yeah. It was I know a they real accidentally drag. gave you sexual reassignment surgery while they were working on your face, and you were like, "I didn't ask for that." I'm not entirely sure. It was an accident. It wasn't my idea. I didn't want it. But mm-hmm. I think it might have been uh, pranksterism on the part of the doctors. But then, yeah. as I understand it, you uh-huh. went and had that, uh, not reversed, because you can't reverse it, but now you have yeah. both sets of genitalia. Yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, Neither of which They call it a side-by-side. Right. Side, they call it a side-by-side. Side. In the In-N-Out yep. secret menu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a side-by-sider. That's absolutely yep. true. That's all you got to say when you go to In-N-Out, and mm-hmm. they, they give you a free burger. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. I get yeah. free burgers all the time over there. Because really? I'm, well, I'm a yeah. side-by-sider, and that's a rare thing to be. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, that's right. Well, I figured as long as I've got uh, I've got a vagina and it's, it's just as easy to put a penis on there, might as well have both. But anyway, uh, you, ever, you know, I've hmm? never even thought about this. Do you ever put one inside the other? Are you kidding me? I don't think I am. It's in there right now. Wait, Whoa! what? Absolutely, all the time. Now, is that? Let me ask you a question. Yep. Is that for uh, sexual pleasure, sure or it is. is it to have a good line in your pants? Because it looks yeah. it looks good. Thank you very much. You can't. Yep. Well, it helps with the pants, but really, it's I'm just in, in a r- r- rapturous pleasure at all times. Really, at all times, as Lord Satan would want me to be. <laughs> <coughs> of course, it's because we have to make the most of our time on this earth. That's the part where a lot of people don't like Satanists, but that's the part that I actually really agree with. Is oh, that it's all about instant pleasure and just you Absolutely. know we're make, beasts. Just. <laughs> Do you, do you need to spit all over the microphone and table more? Just, but just to make, just to make this point, and I'm sorry to spit, yep. but I, when I get yeah, really yeah. emphatic, I do. Sometimes. You just like produce so much saliva; yeah. it's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's part of a glandular problem I have with. No, it's you know, good. Please get rid of it all over the table and microphone. <laughs> but when you're on this earth, there's nothing after this life other than hellfire and damnation so yep. well, while you're something. here that is something while you're here you need to make the most of it and you need to be constantly just 
feeling and experiencing yeah. as much orgiastic pleasure as you can. And that's the only part that I agree with um, when it comes to Satanists. Well, that's 99% of it. Go out there and get what you want and uh, to hell with everybody else and just pleasure, pleasure, pleasure at all times. And it doesn't matter really what you do to anyone else. No, Th- no, This no. is the only thing that I agree with. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's a lot of it right there. Now, Chip. No, yep. I need to know, Okay, what is it that brings you into contact for the very first time with Lord Satan? Yeah. Well, I had lost my first wife. Uh, she passed away. She and I I'm were... I'm so sorry. We were, that is horrible. It news. was terrible. We were playing a game of Houdini in the pool, and Did she passed she away. Did she win? No. And she won the game, and but it was in her contract that... Well, Scott, before we go there, I'm going to ask just quick, super quick question, just yep. because I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't know. What is Houdini in the pool? Yeah, no. I, what is that game? I, I just thought that was something everyone knew, and no, I was going to ignore so it. That's, that's, yeah, exactly. That's a, so, okay. you know. Well, no, the game is Houdini, but we happen to be playing it in the pool. Got it, got That's it, where got you, you, you... What is the game Houdini? Does well, you put I... someone in a plastic bag, and, uh, no, well, first you stab her, and then you put her in a plastic bag and lock her in a trunk and throw her in the pool and see if she can get out. Okay, so that is the game of Houdini does take place in a pool. Uh, it doesn't have to take place in a pool. This this time it took place in a pool. Okay. Got it, yeah. got it, got Sometimes it. that locked trunk can go in any number of places. It can go in the ocean. Sure. Okay. Uh, but there's water involved. It can be buried. Oh, it can be buried in the earth. Okay. Absolutely. That's sometimes worse than the ocean. Now, this is sure. is this a game you and your uh, now deceased first wife, I'm so sorry to hear that, yeah. uh, had played in the past where she had managed to escape? Or were you guys first time <laughs> players? The stabbing, <laughs> rapping, burying... You know, this was one of the rare times when uh, the the very first time that we played Houdini, she did not make it out. Hmm. Uh, uh, people play Houdini all over the world, really, and enjoy it as couples. It's a it's a very mm-hmm. popular couples game, and yeah. uh, and uh, it's a party like game. Scruples, a lot of times. It's like Scruples. <laughs> it's a lot like Scruples, a lot like Balderdash or Jenga. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, I mean, that's it's just one of those rare freak occurrences yep. where the yep. very first time you try to play it, boom! And the very first time we I played it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Um, William Shatner played this game with his, with his Oh, wife. yeah, I remember this. My uh-huh. wife. I remember that. Um, I think you may be right. So you, but you played Brian this. Brian Jones's butler played it with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that true? That's exactly right. Oh, wow. Brian Jones's butler played uh, Houdini in the pool with Brian Jones. Mm-hmm. So you play it, and it leads to your bottoming out. Yep. That's right. Rock bottom, you say? Because well, of that? No, because I was sued by her family for wrongful death, and that oh. just uh, you know, it took took my uh, finances. You know the uh, what you have to prove for that in in just a civil suit? It's mm-hmm. just a preponderance of the evidence, fifty one to forty nine. It's not like uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt. You're absolutely you know? right. Which is that's why where it's in this case, challenge. just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. in this case, Chip. Yeah. Uh, was it close or was it uh, was it without a doubt? My understanding is, is that it was a unanimous finding on the part of the jury. <laughs> got it, got it, That, got uh, it. yes, it had been a, a wrongful death and that I was the responsible party despite the fact that the coroner ruled it an accident. My friend Don, the coroner. Oh, coroner Don. Coroner Don. Yeah. Ruled it an accident. But anyway, mm-hmm. losing all my losing all my wife, of course. Of course. I mean, all of her? You lost all of your wife? I lost all of my wife and that oh. was, of course... Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't care for that, but losing did all you, the money. Just out was of curiosity, did you keep any trophies? Did you keep like an ear of hers or anything? Did you keep anything to like remember her by? You know, uh, I was heavily into her feet, and I do have those. You know what? Mm-hmm. Something to be grateful for. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I still have her feet to remember her. I by. mean, like I, I have like the letters an ex girlfriend wrote me. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. where's a where's a person keep those? Uh, those are on the mantle, and uh, they're, mm. they're right on the mantle. As soon as someone comes in, it's pretty much the first thing you see. It's a real conversation piece. I and, hang uh, mine uh, above my uh, rearview mirror. Who's, what do you hang there? Uh, little baby boots. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't baby know. poo. Yeah, yeah, that is, that's kind of the same thing. I'll tell you something. It's not easy to get a human being or even parts of a human being taxidermied. You've mm-hmm. got to, there's one guy who will do it out in international waters uh, because it's, it's just off the coast of San Diego, right? Yep, he's out there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you go out there and you. But he'll stuff anybody. If you uh, someone passes away and you'd like to keep them in your in your house posed in a certain pose, he'll do that. He'll be more than happy to do it. So, and that just because I'm curious now, like, is that something you've done subsequent to your wife's feet? I've done it on several occasions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So walking into your let's let's uh, let's do this. Walking yep. into your home, yep. Chip, like, what can one expect to see? I would love mm-hmm. to take a virtual tour of your home right now. Oh. Absolutely. You walk into the house and uh, you're, you're confronted first and foremost by my beautiful fireplace. And, oh, uh, what kind of a finish is on that? I beg your pardon? What kind of a finish? Yeah, what are we talking about? It's a, a tile. Is it a wood burn? No, it's a tile. Good old-fashioned uh, tile on there. Mm-hmm. What kind of house? The, first of all, like, as I approach from Victorian? the outside. Yeah, is it mm-hmm. a Spanish style? Is this a modern home? It's a modern home. Uh, yep, it's based on, uh, on a, a prison in the 19... Uh, was I believe a prison of the 1960s that oh. had a, a very unique design for a prison. And it's so just, you had a home based on that same structure, or you occupy a prison? <laughs> no, no, no. I spent some time in this prison, and I and I uh, I you loved grew it. to love it. I absolutely loved it, and uh-huh. I thought it was an interesting design for a prison. And so sure. I, I had an, I had called in the architect who had done it, and I said, "Make me a house." Mm-hmm. And uh, and they put a gate around it with gun turrets, and yep, that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's right up there in the I've Hollywood seen Hills. This, I've seen this place. It's one of the famous Hollywood houses. Oh, I had it? no idea that you lived there, let alone that you hired mm-hmm. an architect to build it for you. That's yep, fantastic. that's right. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, wait. Yes. I think I know this house. Is this a house that like uh, a number of times people have been imprisoned in, and when they try and escape, they are shot by guards? As a matter of fact, that's right. You know your Hollywood trivia. I do know that. Just that's absolutely only, right. Only because on a number of occasions, I've, I've had to stop going someplace because traffic is shut down yeah. uh, because there is a quote-unquote prison break. This was just last week. From a home. Too. That's from mainly, a home it's hill. not really trivia when it, it just happened. Well, listen, these people are uh, absolutely not held against their will. These are guests of mine in the house, but if they leave unexpectedly, there's a chance they could get shot Okay, see, that seems the like tower. they are held against their will. There's a real legal problem, though. You don't know the healthcare system. There's a real, you, you know, you have a responsibility to your patients and you can't just let them leave. Wait, patients? You're saying patients as if they've been uh, admitted to like like a, you're a, a, you're a doctor, aren't you? <laughs> well, listen, I'm a doctor of sorts. I, uh, you know, <clears throat> that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I, I am. Because I've heard about the owner of this house. I never realized it was you. Mm-hmm. But I heard about uh, the owner of this house. How he's uh, the doctor in an insane asylum. Um, that he turned his house into, huh. and uh, See, I hadn't heard any of this. This is actually really specific. This is really interesting how urban myths get started because some of this is not entirely true. It's, okay, it's not an what, insane what asylum. What am I getting wrong? Well, uh, what happens is that I'll uh, I'll bring people over who are uh, living on the streets and uh, seem to have uh, nothing to live for really, and I'll just uh, I'll do my best to to improve their lives through surgery, okay, uh, various see, surgeries, sur- see, see, surgical see. procedures. So it's not an insane asylum at all. No, it's, but a lot, it's of, more a of, like lot a, of the homeless people have schizophrenia. Oh, they have a lot of mental health. Problem. Absolutely. What I had heard from an asylum. What I had heard is uh, is that it was a kind of island of Doctor Moreau in the hills. Mm-hmm. I had heard about these experiments that he's yes, referencing. Where you yeah. you where switch you were- a person's upper half for their lower half. Well, we haven't. Uh, believe me, I wish we were that advanced. We haven't gone that far, but we certainly have uh, uh, replaced a man's arm with a coyote's uh, arm, a uh, coyote's leg, or things like that. And we've. You've, t- you've turned everyone into a side-by-side as well. We've done oh, a lot of side-by-side stuff going on up there, absolutely. Do you that's, think... That's a, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm doing Chip, that for their do benefit. Do you think your obsession with these experiments is in some way an effort to find a way to fix your own goddamn face? Oh, believe me. 
And that's how it began, absolutely. I, I bought a, a whole lot of surgical... A lot of the surgeries that were done on my face were surgeries that I did myself. <laughs> uh, that's how it all began. I bought surgical equipment. I started reading up on uh, skin uh-huh. and bone and you, muscles. And I remember like that. You, you bought ancient Victorian surgical tour. How do tools. you remember he bought that? How do you remember that? This is, you there's a big profile. That's a not a memory profile. you could have. There's a big that profile not, on him. It is not a memory. In the LA Times. You can't yeah, say, right. I remember you bought ancient surgical equipment because yeah. that's impossible. I remember that's, reading the article about it. The LA it. Times. The LA Times wrote an article about my home. Okay. They came then let me ask you this. Architectural yeah. Digest has been over three times. If... That's the case. Yes. Why has it just come out now that there was such a long profile where he- I didn't know this guy. You? How could you not if it was such a long profile? I didn't know that this was the guy. The, I just heard about this eccentric but the, who oh, lived but in the, the article, Hollywood Hills. The article who, didn't mention the game shows? No, 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 no. no. They kept that out of it. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, I, I told the journalist, let's not dwell on the past. <laughs> I'd like to talk about what I'm up to now. Yeah. The, the surgeries on the schizophrenics and the homeless people. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. What I did think was really weird about that article, though, was that... There were uh, a lot of weird things about that right, article. Side by side to the article, there was another article about <laughs> how all the ex-child stars of the TV show Zap... Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, had all... They were all homeless, mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. on the streets, mm-hmm. and how they'd been disappearing. Yep, that was an interesting uh, confluence of events, those two articles appearing side by side. Like, what a terrible story to hear that those uh, poor children, the once proud warriors in my army, uh, were now living on the streets and uh, suffering through uh, mental anguish and mental yeah. illness. And uh, Wouldn't it be wonderful to hear that someone had taken them in and uh, uh, helped them out through surgery? <laughs> It would be wonderful, but, no, but it's just not, it was, not the case. One of the things that I remember about the TV show Zap <clears throat> yeah. is that in the show, uh, all the kids would come together and like a Voltron, and they would mm-hmm. join forces. It was kind of crude CGI kind of uh, graphics, but mm-hmm. they would come together in order to fight an evil. Yeah. I'm just, I just want to make sure there isn't anything going on now where... In your experience, you're trying to take those children and actually physically make them the mega man that they were in the TV show Zap. You're asking me, am I uh, taking first some of, all, of these children who are now adults? First of all, he doesn't even, he's not admitted to taking any of these children, Jason. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Hypothetically speaking, would there be a case for uh-huh. anybody to be trying to actually build, surgically, surgically build these the mega man? Now adult mm-hmm. ex-children, yep. that's I guess what a lot of us are. Yeah. Ex-children. Uh-huh. Together into a large Mega Man world. So you're imagining a scenario where some of these children. I'm have not imagining anything. I'm just hypothetically. <laughs> or are you remembering? Restating. Are you remembering? Jason. I remember. The question on the table is: Have I taken all of these uh, adults who were once uh, members of my child army and uh, child actors on Zap up to my mansion, which <laughs> looks like a prison and is guarded round the clock by armed men who will shoot anyone who tries to leave? And am I, in fact, putting horns on some of their heads and talons at the end of their hands and sewing them together one by one to create a gigantic monster? Uh, you've, of, you've, of many arms and legs. You've summarized our query precisely. It's really, it's, uh, you know. It's as simple as that. Well done synthesizing all of this information into one cogent point. And you're asking if I have done this. Perhaps you're surmising that I have done this in service of Satan so that <laughs> Lord Satan may rule supreme over the earth. So that you'd be knights in Satan's service. Or if, mm-hmm. if one was to be, if one was to want Satan to arrive here on Earth, you might need a vessel for him to occupy that is more than human. Well, sure. absolutely, because when are Satan... You, are, are, if this were the case, would you be lobotomizing these children as well so that Satan could uh, take over uh, the corpses a little more easily? 
Well, it would certainly be helpful to destroy their will, wouldn't it? So that mm. uh, they would uh, have a very difficult... Because this is... Uh, how many different souls are we talking about? Mm. Perhaps 28 different souls. 28 different Perhaps souls. Satan would have to simultaneously occupy in order to rule this monster. Huh. Meanwhile, uh, recent medical studies have stated that if you lobotomize a child or an ex-child uh, and give them just the bare minimum of motor functions, that they're actually able to operate uh, machinery and, and their own bo- their own bodies without having much uh, of what one considered to be a soul. Yeah, or free will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without revealing uh, why, I will tell you that that is absolutely the case. That uh, that absolutely well, We won't ask any not, further I'm questions. Not I'm not going to follow up on that. I'm satisfied. <laughs> Your theory is interesting because it would be true that uh, Satan has failed to come to Earth for all this time. It, uh, an argument could be made because in order for him to come here, he would have to inhabit the body of, of a single human being who would whose attributes and skills would not be And a single human not being be would not be powerful enough to take over the world. Precisely. Take a look turn, at that ridiculous movie uh, the exorcist of uh, of, of sure, what value is it to advocate. satan to uh, to inhabit the body of a 13 year old girl or, or, the, or, omen. or the omen uh, yeah. even more ridiculous right. and so uh, yeah the theory might go that uh, it'd be better for 28 uh, simultaneous souls to be stitched together in, into a monster that has been created with hmm. extraordinary powers <laughs> Now you know you know what I think is really interesting is Jason mm-hmm. and I we were talking about this when, when we first met that we we thought we had just met each other but we seemed familiar to each other mm-hmm. and you and I what we didn't talk about uh, at the top of the show is you and I have something really weird in common mm-hmm. which is we're amnesiacs sure um, retrograde fr- amnesia yeah and we don't uh-huh. remember our lives um, when we were young children nope. And neither of us have any record of, of what we did or, nope. or where we've been. I don't have family. No. In fact, uh, all, all our families uh, basically died when we were very young. So uh, I would assume. I yeah. don't know. Mm-hmm. So we, It's almost as though your memories were stolen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just a weird fact that I've, I wanted to bring up. Yeah. I've often thought of myself as a victim of memory thieves. And, and has yeah. it ever occurred to you that at some time you might hear a message that uh, flipped a switch for you and gave you commands? I, you know what? I haven't. I've thought about it a little bit because okay. because I've heard uh, a combination of syllables every once in a while that um, it feels like a tickling in the back of my brain. You know, have you ever felt like Does your this brain is being tickled? Okay, see, see, that's interesting. You say that. Does mm-hmm. this happen to you? Do people come up to you mm-hmm. sometimes, like after a show or something you've been doing, mm-hmm. and say, "Man, I loved you on Zap." They say that to me <laughs> literally every day. So weird because I don't know I what don't it means. Remember anything about that no I, I have no idea but um maybe one of these days you know I'll, uh, because people are like what happened to the 28 other people that were on that show i see you and scott ackerman out there and there people, were 30 people on people that show say that to me all the time but, but they say jason the, menzuka yeah, is not what scott happened ackerman. to the other 28 and i'm like gentlemen not this only is absolutely a hey chip, uh, hey, chip uh, can uh, you shut it for a what second what i have to say up. is very important okay, what i have chip, to say is just mm. shut up oh, shut up you don't know what we're talking about so why don't you just like i feel like i might shut because I feel like you and I have this in common. And I, I guess I didn't realize it, but people all the time are like, of the thirty Zap cast members, yeah, the p- precisely thirty. What happened to the other twenty-eight? Because they were, they were not the stars that you and Scott were. Guys, I know you don't like it Shit. when I interrupt, but I Shit. swear to God, I'm come on, oh. man, your face is leaking. Please clean it up, Chip. I can't control that. Uh, yeah, people say that to me every day. And what what's really weird is you and I talk about this every night right yep. before we go to bed. Right. And about how weird that is. Yep. And we comfort each other. And yep. we say, you know what? One of these days we'll figure out exactly I'm what I'm itching to get in there and just do what I, I can to explain to you. I swear to God, Chip. I, I feel swear like, to God. 
Okay, uh, I think we're pretty much done with I've, this part, I've got right? something to tell you This very, very important. You know what, Honorary Jason? Mayor of Hollywood, Chip. <laughs> that, I'm going to vote for you. Please, well, you can't vote. It's not an elected position, but let them know down there at the Chamber of Commerce. When you stop by to fuck them, let them know that Chip Gardner sent you and that he would be a fantastic honorary mayor of Hollywood. I will you know do, Chip. I feel we'll like, you know what I feel like uh, also? Mm. Do you dream at night? You know what? I... I never do unless you're talking about the one thing that I dream every okay, night. Okay, let me ask you. I'm going to count down from three. Right? <laughs> no, there's no way this is going to work again. <laughs> but I'm going to count down from three, uh-huh. and we're going to say exactly what we dream about. Okay. 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 Um, are we counting down from three or from one? Uh, I'm counting Up down to from three, three. Down from three. The number two will be replaced by the word nose. Nose. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, got it. All right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. Three, Three nose, one, one satanic Megatron. <laughs> oh, driving the Jeep and satanic Megatron. <laughs> that's what I dream about every night. Yeah. Oh, so You dream weird. about driving the Jeep. I dream about driving a Jeep every night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember owning a Jeep, but every night I'm just, I'm driving on the Pacific Coast Highway. I'm huh. in four-wheel drive. Huh. And, you, and you're angry, I know. You, you yeah. told me about this. And then I go over a bump and I'm elated. Right, and you don't know how to deal with those yep. feelings of elation. No. So I, you hurt yourself. I hurt myself. Mm, yep. Yeah, I begin yeah. cutting myself Hammond style. Yeah, boy. Hammond the organ. Hammond organ, Hammond B3. <laughs> yep. Yep, Jimmy Smith. Well, guys, we'll never get to the bottom of this. <laughs> no, I really think we can. The, the bottom I, is well, really within reach. Shut up, shut up, shut up. What I want to do is... Oh, uh, I can really explain it. <laughs> what I want to do is I want to go to our final feature on the show, because we're just about re- out of time here, and uh, I want to go to a little thing, uh, if you're ready, Cyrus, a little thing called plugs. Oh, God. Well, you never play my plug song, and it makes me want to die. Every week I work my ass off, but you've never chosen mine. Dear Scott, Alcabin and Fred, there's just one thing you should know You can take your what's up hot dog And just shove it up your hole This probably will be the time That you will choose my song Cause it's the least of effort And it isn't quite as long So I'll shut up and I'll let you Talk about your stupid lines But if this song isn't chosen I'll pour acid in my eyes Hail Satan Huh. Hail Satan. That was by Sean Michael Smith uh, no. called Never Plugged. If you have a plugs theme, go ahead and leave that on the appropriate thread at earwolf.com. And uh, I'm uh, tell you what, Jason, why don't we start with you today for plugs? Plugs. Um, watch the league on FX. Yeah. Um, and please listen to How Did This Get Made right here on Earwolf, uh, a hilarious podcast about Terrible movies Terrible and why movies. we love them. You've had some great people on recently, the director of Punisher Warzone. Oh, Lexi Alexander. And then um, we had... Uh, Crank 2 writer? Yep, uh, Brian Taylor from uh, Crank 1 and 2 uh, mm-hmm. of Neville Dean Taylor uh, That's coming up. Very I think funny I can show. announce that. Yeah, this comes out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to plug... Uh, okay, first of all, this is very important. Starting today, you can go to Earwolf.com, and this is all for charity. You can get the complete Comedy Bang Bang Christmas collection, which is every Christmas song we've ever recorded over the past three years. We're going to sell that in one big package for 20 bucks. Um Ooh, hello. <laughs> what, the, what the hell just happened? Hey, Very honestly, amateurish. What the hell I don't think happened? I've ever done that. You spit up all over the microphone. You just burped. <laughs> what in is the middle going of his, on? In the middle of my plug, too. How can anyone take it seriously? You could have done that while I was doing my plug. <laughs> Things like that happen when you begin to wake Chip, up to the truth. Chip, shut it up. Oh. So the complete Comedy Bang Bang Christmas collection. $20 gets you over 50 songs. 
uh, all the songs we've ever recorded. If you've missed out on our charity so CDs. So the bad ones, too. Yeah, the, all the terrible ones. <laughs> So if you've missed out on them over the past three years, they're all ready now. Digital download only. 20 bucks gets you all of them. It all goes to the LA Food Bank. Go to Earwolf.com. Also, AST.com, or thing.com. You can go to either of those places. I also want to mention I'm on Never Not Funny with Jimmy Pardo this week. Uh, and check out our Comedy Bang Bang t-shirts at the Earwolf store. Two different styles. Uh, in order to please you. And um, I guess that's it for the show, other than I do want to ask uh, Chip for his plugs. So uh, I'll tell you what, we'll just give you free reign. I know we've been interrupting you a lot mm-hmm. this oh, show. Not, oh, not more than he's been interrupting us. That's true. I mean, that's a really good point. But I do want to really just kind of give him uh, yep. the bully pulpit right now and just let him say... I'll, t- I'll back away from the mic. Sure. Whatever you want to say, uh, and we'll listen to you with... Open hearts. As open will ears. the audience. Yeah. The audience is here to hear you and what you have to say right now. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, listen, I sure would like to serve this city, Tinseltown, Cinema City, and Hollywood as its honorary mayor. So please do uh, put the word into the Chamber of Commerce and let them know that that's what I want. And also, my friends, my beautiful 30-headed Satan monster will soon be rising up over the Hollywood Hills to claim the earth for Lord Satan. That's right, 30 heads. There are two heads in this room right now. Gentlemen, join me. I don't Join me. Rise, be Lord, may ride and ride. Terrific. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. Hey everyone, I uh, just want to remind you that we have a lot of great Comedy Bang Bang merchandise over there at Podswag. We have 10th anniversary shirts, water bottles, we have uh, Harris Whittle's journals, which are really cool. Um, all sorts of stuff. You want to go over there and get stuff because there's a great deal going on right now. If you head over to podswag.com slash bangbang and use the offer code bangbang at checkout, the first 100 people will get 30% off their Podswag order. So that is a great deal. 30%, that's like three-tenths or something. Head on over there, podswag.com slash bangbang.